What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Welcome back to the program. In today's episode, I'm taking you to the show floor of DX3. That's Canada's largest retail, marketing, and technology event and trade show. I've been covering DX3 for a few years in a row now, and I've always found it's a good place to check out what's new and next and to find out how Canadian businesses and retailers are thinking about digital innovation. So unlike our regular one-on-one interview format, today you're going to be hearing from a number of entrepreneurs from the trade show floor who were showing off some of the most eye-catching technology, from holograms to avatars and more. For images and video accompanying this episode, I invite you to visit electricrunway.com and click on podcasts. That's also where you'll find all past and future episodes of the show. So without further ado, I'm taking you inside DX3 Canada, starting with my interview with Rod Davis from XM Solutions. So I'm here with Rod, and what are we looking at here? Well, this is a brand new to North America product. It's a 3D holographic technology that presents floating holographic images. It's called Hypervision, and it's perfect for retail environments. That's actually why it was designed and engineered, was for retail. Because these units, given that you could have many of them across, let's say, Canada, they can all be controlled through the cloud, somebody sitting at one computer, one laptop or whatever. So it's it's very dynamic uh, as an environment. It's high definition imagery. It's daylight viewable. It can face outside in the retail window and still be very, very strong as an image. It stops traffic. People can't help but stare at it. I'm looking at the burger right now as you're explaining it, and it's just making me salivate. That looks so real, and you're right. It's very high definition. So I'm imagining it has to constantly be plugged in, so you have to have a power source. And it seems to me that there's like a fan that's going around. Can you talk about the tech that is making this possible? Yes, there are blades. There's four blades that rotate. They're very, very flat and skinny, but each of those four blades contains 212 LEDs times four. So that's what gives it the ability to create such vivid images. And coupled with the proprietary software, we create these uh, animation sequences. So it's very, very custom, very, very unique. And as you know, as you probably witnessed, people stop and stare at it. Yeah, it caught my eye as soon as I walked in. You're the first person I talked to today, so thanks for explaining it. How large can the holograms actually get? That's a very good question. Now, there's two units right now, a single unit. This one is 22 inches. There's another one that's 30 inches. However, they can be tiled or matrixed in a grid. Uh, For instance, Hypervision had a booth at the CES show in January, this past January. They had 77 of these individual units set up in a grid so they had an image 18 feet by 18 feet. And it's, it's endless because the software will integrate and stitch everything together so that it's one integrated image. So it can be one huge image or a series of smaller images. So it's as big as your imagination can take you, right? You got it. Thanks so much, Rod. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yes, holograms in the retail environment. 
I have to say, you have to look at Electric Runway stories. We have a video of the hologram Mario jumping around, and it just really made my day. So next, I'm going to be speaking with a company that wants to bring avatars into the retail environment in a very real way. My next guest is Roland Mimisevic, and he is the CEO and co-founder of 20BN. So, Roland, what am I looking at here? You're looking at Millie. She is an avatar that lives on a screen and can see you and interact with you just like a person could. Okay, so she's an avatar, but she's on a screen, so she's not augmented reality, but she's definitely leveraging AI. Can you tell us about how this would be useful in the retail experience? Yeah, so unlike augmented reality, you do not have to take your cell phone, install an app, and then try to figure out how to make it work. But rather, you see her as you enter the store. She's right there on a big kiosk looking at you, uh, making it clear to you that she actually sees you, following uh, you with her eyes, and encouraging you to walk up to her to have a conversation. So it's sort of like AR in that it brings digital to the store, but not like AR in that it's frictionless. It's a person. That's all it is. Uh, I notice here you have a sunglass demonstration. It's as if Millie is helping you in your purchase experience to buy sunglasses. But let's say I'm a shoe retailer. Can Millie be upgraded or changed so that she can specifically have brand recognition and you know be able to tell you the different sizes and colors, like a connection to inventory? What, what's the level of sophistication? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she has a lot of what we call skill sets. Um, each skill set is one capability around one use case. In the skill set around sunglasses, she is there in front of a pair of sunglasses and encourages you to touch the merchandise, try it on, comments on your style, and, and makes recommendations and so on. There could be a use case derived from that where she does something similar with shoes or other kinds of merchandise. There's also a base skill set, which is essentially greeting and allowing some questions to be answered. Like you can basically ask, where do I find X, Y, Z? and you can configure it. You have a web interface on which you can uh, configure the questions, the answers, and then you have a generic reader and information provider that you can use, plus these specialized skill sets like sunglass try-on or, or things like that. And obviously these deeper ones, like trying on merchandise and so on, uh, require some integration with, with uh, your inventory systems and so on. And this is stuff that we service in addition to building this base system. So the base system is out of the box. There's a monthly fee, a lease, and uh, you get a kiosk and the web interface to configure it. And then on top of that, we have discussions around what are the specific, bizarre, maybe special needs that you have as a retailer and provide those as extra service. So it can get as customized as you want, technically. Technically, yes, it can. Does she have a fashion sense? Are you going to be building her so that she can understand what actually looks good on a customer? Yeah, so we are building that right now, literally right now, in partnership with another company that, that is basically specializing in that kind of functionality. Um, what we provide is the human touch interface. What the other partners provide is the intelligence around, you know, stylistic expertise and these kind of things. That's not what she is an expert on per se. What she is an expert on is uh, reading your your expressions, understanding that you are there in the first place, following you with her eyes and uh, having a human-like touch point for, for the store. Do you think that avatars eventually will replace humans in retail stores? They'll complement. They'll never re replace. They'll always complement people. Um, the skills that she has are still very specialized, and she will never get patient or bored or something like that, and that's a good thing. And she doesn't um, need a break either. And she will never need a break, even <laughs> after maybe 250 hours of greeting people or something. Right. But the number of things that she can do are, they are not 
human, right? Right. So she's limited, but a compliment, as you were saying, to retail locations. Now, is she in any retail locations right now, or is this a concept? It's a concept that will start to get put in actual locations in April. So we signed the first contracts, and the first ones are going to be deployed in April. Well, I look forward to seeing Millie soon in the shopping mall. Thanks so much. Thanks. She's looking forward to seeing you. So that was my conversation with Roland Mamisevic, CEO and co-founder of 20BN. Look for their avatars in store soon. The next person you're going to hear from is Louise McMullen, and she is from LG Electronics Canada. I ran into Louise at a booth on the trade floor, and when I realized she was from LG, I had lots of questions for her in regards to the smart mirror that LG had shown at CES. So if you watched my CES recap roundup video on YouTube, you'll know what I'm talking about. You'll have seen it. If not, just to briefly fill you in and provide some context, LG was displaying the smart mirror in their kind of homes solution area at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. And I thought that their smart mirror, which basically scans your body and can recommend clothing items, would be a great solution for retail, but it didn't seem that they were marketing it that way. So I needed to get the full scoop and I got it from Louise from LG. So I'm here with Louise from LG, and we were actually just chatting about the smart mirror from LG that I saw at CES. My question was, am I going to see this in retail stores anytime soon? Yeah, so that product is actually available right now. So it's available in Canada, it's available globally. So yeah, it's ready to order. Because as I was mentioning, the rest of the kind of consumer home goods uh, LG was showing at CES, you know, like the washer dryer, they were very much meant for home use. But then my question was, what is LG going to be doing with this AR smart mirror moving forward? So do you know, is it integrated in any retailers right now? Have you partnered with any retailers? In Canada, I'm not aware of any uh, partnerships that we've had. Uh, globally, we, we will have some case studies that I'll probably be able to share with you, but I'm not aware of integration in the Canadian space as of yet. Why do you think smart mirrors are so hot right now? They're cool. They're funky, right? And it just brings that retail experience to the next level, and people are trying to differentiate themselves and their products, and this helps you do that. Great. Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks. That was Louise McMullen. She is a key account manager for Display Solutions in the B2B division for LG Electronics Canada. It was so great to speak with her. So last but not least, uh, you're going to hear from Mark Shaw. So Mark Shaw has a really interesting company called Upcoming Media, and one of their projects is called 3D Food and Drink. It's a augmented reality solution for modernizing your menu. It's a really cool solution and I'm going to get him to explain it to you. So Mark, you're from Upcoming Media and you're here today showing off 3D Food and Drink. Can you tell me about it? So 3D Food and Drink is a solution service that we've provided to all the hospitality industry to try to bring their items to the digital world. The main idea is to integrate their old menu with new technology and try to bring uh, every item on their list to the rest of the world uh, for quick access through Facebook, Snapchat, or custom applications that people can see them in 3D, allowing them to see additional information from ingredients to dietary to allergies and, and all in between. All in augmented reality. All in augmented reality. 
So I'm looking at what appears to be some sort of delicious cheesecake right now. It doesn't actually exist. I'm looking at it through the iPad, and it basically read a trigger off the menu. Is that how it worked? Well, there's actually three different executions you could do. One is Markered, which allows you to scan any print item to have a digital application come up on top of it. The other side to it would be a markerless experience, where you wouldn't need any marker. You could scan the environment around you to place your digital asset on top of that. And then the other side to it would be executing it within social media. So you would use their already existing AR technology that Snapchat and Facebook already has. So then the product would be brought to life with inside your Snapchat application, let's say. So uh, right now you're focused on food. Obviously, I'm getting very hungry looking at your augmented reality menu here. But do you have any plans for other applications in retail? Well, yeah, we're actually working right now on uh, branching out into fashion where we can integrate augmented reality into somebody's already existing inventory, allowing any customer in the world to stick a mannequin in front of them, customize the outfit, and then purchase that item directly via uh, brand. Would you actually need to be in the store for that, or could you try it on at home, let's say? Anywhere in the world, from your home to your office to even on store, in store for inventory items that may not even be there at the time. So I'm at home, I want to try on sunglasses. Let's say you were just showing me a demonstration with sunglasses and I can go ahead and do that without even being in the store. What products work really well in that scenario and which ones were still not there yet? Because I know that with clothing it gets complicated. Right, so what we're doing is more towards style than fit. It's really hard to gauge what someone's going to look like in their outfit using digital technology right now at the moment. But using augmented reality you can go through the whole catalog uh, customizing your outfit through the style that you're looking for and try to find the price points that you would like to pay. Very cool. Thank you so much. No problem. That was my conversation with Mark Shaw from Upcoming Media. Again, for images and video to accompany this episode, I invite you to visit electricrunway.com. So that's it for my conversations from the show floor at DX3 Canada. If I had to summarize the event into three key themes, I would say that the first theme would be holograms and other type of displays. And so this is a continued trend from what we saw at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas in January. This obsession with flexible electronics, with bendable screens. We're seeing that again with the holograms and flashy attention-grabbing LED displays. They, they never get old. They're big and shiny, and they were definitely present at DX3 Canada. I'd say that the second trend is augmented reality. There is definitely a lot of AR on the show floor, and right now it's being deployed as a try-before-you-buy solution. So as we saw with the menus from 3D Food and Drink, being able to visualize what you're about to purchase through your mobile phone or through your Snapchat camera is obviously really appealing. And there's lots of applications for fashion and beauty that we've discussed on the program. So the third and final trend is AI. And we saw this in the form of avatars and shopping assistants like Millie. Millie was obviously programmed with artificial intelligence to be able to answer basic questions. We also saw this play out with the number of companies and startups that were in the voice space. So as home devices like Amazon Alexa and the 
Google Home Assistant become more prevalent in North America, retailers are going to have to start thinking about voice-activated search and what it means to have not only a search-optimized website for Google for text, but also for voice search. So the next time I say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Google, order me my new favorite lipstick or order me a pair of black socks or whatever it is, that shopping assistant, that AI inside whatever home device you have is going to be making a decision. And so there were a lot of companies on the show floor that were talking about, you know, optimizing your website for voice search. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed this different format, taking you inside what I saw at DX3 Canada. Always have a good time at DX3. I'm glad I went to explore the show floor for a day. Tune in next week. We're going to be speaking with an entrepreneur who's addressing the pain point of being a bridesmaid and how expensive it is these days to be a bridesmaid specifically when it comes to the dress. So that's an episode you don't want to miss, especially if you're planning wedding or if you're in an upcoming wedding. If you want to follow us on social media, you can follow at electric underscore runway. I'm personally on Twitter at Amanda Costco. If you want to get in touch with me to pitch an episode or to talk about fashion tech, I'm Amanda at electricrunway.com. That's it for today's episode. Until next time, here's looking towards the future.